Hi, and welcome to The Fool and the Page. This is a podcast for writers, the tarot curious, and for anybody and everybody who is making stories to make sense of things. This episode is coming to you a day late, and it's a little mini-sode. I know they're all mini, but this one's this one's even tinier and cuter. Um, and next week, next week, there will be such a jam-packed episode with my guest, poet, mystic, creative nonfiction writer, and dear friend, Kate Kelly, and it's so full of good stuff. Um, this is a podcast for those of us making stories to make sense of things. And Kate is making stories out of mysteries and silence and her process is magic. So look forward to that. Now, as for today and today's card and today's question, the other day I felt the, the noise sort of closing in, you know, how sometimes lots of times, um, the chatter just gets to be too much and, and that's different for everyone. Like sometimes it's, sometimes it's bad news, um, bad news that's close to you or bad news in the world. Sometimes it's criticism. Sometimes it's just general self-doubt that feels extremely loud. So, um, and it, it, that can be really counterproductive to the stuff you want to do, right? The things you want to make. So I asked the tarot, what do I do to cut through the noise? And I drew King of Wands. King of Wands, baby. And for this, I'd like to reference the Shadowscapes deck, which is like just out of this world. Um, gorgeous. Um, by artists uh, Stephanie Puymoon Law. I, I think she also goes just by Stephanie Law. I think that's her website if you want to look her up. And Barbara Moore. And this deck is like mermaids and and fairies and enchanted forests and lots of good stuff. And the link for that particular interpretation is in the show notes, but you can also pull whatever king of wands you like. Now in many decks, you'll see this king with a lion. And I, I love the curled antler crown on the king in the shadowscapes deck, um, sort of bringing in, uh, this connection to the earth. Um, that's pretty, that, I think, I feel like that connection to the earth is pretty prominent in a lot of interpretations. In the Shadowscapes card, we see different spirits of wild animals that are swirling around the king's head and this kind of wild magical connection to the natural elements here, the branches, um, a sort of watery spirit of the lion at the king's feet. And there's a sun, just like this fireball swirling through the air. And the king's spine and shoulders are emanating beams of light that then form the animals. It's like this really cool cyclical thing happening. <sighs> Sometimes I think we need reminding of sort of the best part of us that kind of radiates at our core, like what our own personal magic is, to just cut through the noise. So again, welcome. Welcome, everyone, and welcome, King of Wands. <laughs> um, did you hear that little ping there at the end of the last segment? It's because um, I did not turn off all the noise because my work email is still up. 
Oh, there it is again. <laughs> I actually don't even know if that'll come through, but that ping is perhaps part of the noise that um, <laughs> um, a lot of us are, are fighting these days. Um, anyways, back to King of Wands. So whew, um, this was such an unexpected and welcome answer to this question of cutting through the noise. So here's how I, I see King of Wands. I see King of Wands as like a director of an artist residency in the woods or like a beautiful field on the shores of a lake. And this is a place where visual artists and writers and performers all study and teach. And they've lived this really dope layered life. It's not all great. I mean, the, the kings definitely had their ups and downs, like, but those ups and downs have made this person a a visionary and a leader and a healer. And I think we all carry around King of Wands with us. And y'all just, just a note on gender. I, okay. I get that we're working with gendered terms and, and often most of the time gendered illustrations, but the cards don't have a gender. So this is not about particular male qualities of leadership now. And, and also that leadership can manifest in totally different ways. So you could see King of Wands as um, running a sheep farm. Um, that one's for you, Anne, if you're listening. <laughs> um, running an ice cream parlor. Uh, a research scientist in this like really coveted, exciting laboratory. Um, and also that milestone of sort of arriving at King of Wands can come early on. It's not necessarily the thing that comes when you're older, that kind of achievement can happen cyclically, right? Like we can be in and out of King of Wands, just as we can be in and out of any of the major arcana cards. We could be King of Wands in our 20s and then feel like we're really missing the King of Wands phase in our 30s. Or um, we can sort of feel ourselves embodying King of Wands even at very particular times of the day. Like I, I feel that when I teach. I definitely feel queen and king of wands when I teach. I don't feel that way all the time. Um, so it can be cyclical during the day as well. Um, it's not a linear thing. It's not like stretching and working and reaching for king of wands until we get there and we're done. I mean, it's something sure we're striving for aiming to embody, but it's about the daily rituals and work that make up the fabric that is this really beautiful artist residency with like the little cabins for writing and the hot and cold running zucchini bread. Okay. That was, <laughs> that's a real, that was a real artist residency that I went on a long time ago in a, in a King of Wands phase, um, for me as a writer. And the, zu the zucchini bread was really good. Y'all It was really good. And I will live to taste it again. All right, so how would King of Wands advise the creative to cut through the noise? What would King of Wands have to say to the artist about cutting through the noise? Um, I think King of Wands would say, you need to take a moment every day, preferably, preferably as soon as you wake up and really make a habit of holding on, even if it's just for a moment, like right after the alarm goes off, of holding on to and recognizing who you're meant to be, like that real true self and just 
hold that close to you for a little bit. And if you think that sounds too intangible or cosmic, I bet you haven't tried it. <laughs> and here's a, here's a way to understand understand that by looking at the opposite. Here's the opposite. Looking at Reese Witherspoon's Instagram account in bed and wondering which of her children came from which marriage. Because y'all, that's what I did this morning. I brought my phone into my room because I was afraid one alarm wasn't going to be enough. And this is what happened. I'm looking at Reese Witherspoon's Instagram account and um, different memes that she's sharing about different like roles that she's played in film and wondering about where her children came from and what they're up to. That <laughs> that's the opposite, the absolute opposite. Now, if if you need to take a, a Reese Witherspoon break at some time in the day, delightful. But starting the day by looking at something that has nothing to do with me and nothing to do with what I really want to achieve, or even let's say that I wanted to be this like performer, media mogul, Hollywood star, um, book club, international book club runner, <laughs> extraordinaire. Um, is that the best way to do it? Is that the best way by sort of fixating on this very like polished version of this person's life, which perhaps doesn't really allude to any of the hard work that's actually involved and the like sort of like hundreds of people involved. Um, okay. Here's another way. Another opposite way <laughs> would be giving into anger and resentment about work as soon as you wake up. And I know that's, I know that's, that's many of you and I've been there and okay. To be clear, I don't think that your true self is like a pure self that rises above anger and resentment because it's above all that. No, no. But the true self is a reminder that if you don't feel like what you're doing right now is truly aligned with your purpose, you're working on it. You're building it. You're working toward it. And the noise would tell you that if you don't have it right now, you never will. And that's a goddamn lie. And also Instagram is a lie. But seriously, your truest self that you hold on to, even if just for that moment before you start your day, your truest self would not waste time <laughs> looking at Reese Witherspoon's Instagram feed, if they could be helping and healing others, if they could be helping and healing themselves, if they could be making things that both heal themselves and heal others, that transcend the noise, right? So to close out the, um, the advice segment <laughs> and what will probably not be, um, a routine, but it is happening today. Um, I'd like to quote Panic at the Disco <laughs> from a song I heard um, on the way home from the post office. Here it is. Had to have high, high hopes for a living, shooting for the stars when I couldn't make a killing. Didn't have a dime, but I always had a vision, always had high, high hopes. So I heard this song on the, on the way home from the post office and it was, the, it was the morning I pulled the card and I thought it was apt. King of Wands is high, high hopes for the 
the highest vision, the highest version of our creative, knowledgeable, comfortable, confident self. It's who we are inside. It's who we're capable of being. And I think we can harness that by meditating on it, even if it's just for moments that you steal. And especially when you start your day and start a new cycle of moving in and out of these phases as you work and build what you really want to build. All right. So if you've stuck around for 25 minutes worth of guided writing, please clear your space physically and mentally. So that means let's all take a deep breath together. So deep breath in. And exhale. All right. What is your King of Wands highest hope for yourself or your character? What is your highest creative, wise self? What do they look like? What is their crown made of? I've asked that question before and I probably will again, to be honest. Write about this for eight, eight minutes. Respond to this question. What is your king of wands highest self? Or what is that highest self for your character? Pause now and write for eight minutes. All right, second prompt. Imagine that you or your character is waking up out of a fractured sleep state, one that is not restful. Imagine waking up out of that and then writing the world through your actions, sort of writing the interior world and finding balance even after a fractured night's sleep. What do you do or what do they do? Mindfully, gently to get back to that king of wands core and back to those highest hopes for yourself. Pause now and write for 12 minutes. All right, and we're back. Final prompt, just four or five minutes, so this is a quick one. I want you to imagine, go back to that um, first description for the King of Wands, highest self either for, um, for you or your character. And straight up, this is inspired by um, the Right Now session that I did with author Rebecca Manley um, and our, our writing for self-empowerment. I'm sort of riffing on that um, to interrupt, interrupt myself momentarily. I'll go back. I want you to consider the first prompt, that King of Wands persona that was the highest sort of embodiment for yourself or your character. And I want that King of Wands to write you a letter, just a quick missive, that is basically greeting you as you wake up in the morning and telling you how and why they believe in you and giving you a note of encouragement to start your day. Just take four or five minutes, jot down a little missive from this King of Wands to you. Pause and write for four or five minutes starting now. All right. 
Take another breath in. Sigh it out. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you for taking the time for yourself, wherever you are, on a walk in your car, at your desk, at the kitchen table. Um, I hope that you carry a little bit of that King of Wands energy with you throughout whatever remains of your day. And I invite you to let me know what card you'd like to hear from when it comes to the creative advice. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. It's at fool in the page. Or if you're not there, you can email me, um, foolinthepage at gmail.com. Just let me know. What card do you want to hear from? What card in the deck do you want to hear advise the creative? Until next time, uh, I wish you great writing, good dreams, good sleep, and I look forward to writing with you again soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>